few weeks ago, when Holy Spirit said, start to emphasize healing at a different level, I mean, we always pray for people, but a different level and, and begin to do it through the ecclesias, uh, which there are many in this room and hundreds uh, that are watching. But the prophetic word of the Lord was this. It's a foundation that we will spring off of tonight because um, there's an anointing on prophetic words when we decree them. They don't return void because it's the word of God. There will now be seen throughout the earth a functioning church in the midst of the world's dysfunction. Multiplied grace is now being poured out. Bound souls shall be set free. Captive hearts will be delivered. Those blinded by sin and iniquity will be liberated from hell's bondage as the revival of ingathering leaps forward. The generations in sync with my angel armies will be soaked in the fresh rains of heaven and will now go forward into great revival. It will be a movement that moves in power, passion, and purity. And I will back it with signs, wonders, and miracles. Notable miracles are leaping forth into your regions, into your ecclesias, into your households. The revival in the womb of my intercessors is now leaping, uh, leaping forward. It is leaping from the womb of those in travail. It is time now for the birthing of a kingdom-wide revival. Notable miracles are activating. They are coming forth. It is time for the supernatural events to happen on the earth, as has been seen throughout the book of Acts. Miracles will now help change history, as was seen in the book of Acts. It is time for another Acts of the Apostles. Supernatural signs will be seen in the heavens and supernatural deliverance will occur. That's the word of the Lord. It will come forth tonight. It will come to pass. He honors his word. He is watching over his word to perform it. Unusual things are happening. I've seen more angel activity the last three months or so than any other time in the 12 years or so I've been studying them. And I would just say this to kind of raise your faith and raise your hope because the supernatural realm is already in this room. There are many angels here. But there are, there are two very huge angels in the corners of this back room carrying some of the biggest boxes I've ever seen. And I said, Lord, what are they carrying? He said, miracles, healings. I intend to honor my word. I believe the angels are going to keep the portals open. And Holy Spirit is coming to do what he said he's going to do. He's going to heal his people. And so that's the present. Uh, that's, that's why we're here tonight. Um, and um, I've asked. Uh, Tommy and Miriam Evans to come. They are used to the Lord this way. And um, we got to meet them a little bit last night um, and fellowship a little bit. And uh, we know a lot of people that they know. And um, 
in praying about who can we get that moves in signs and wonders, releases, activates healing. Their name uh, came up and God connected us in such a way that we could do this. They're from Dallas, Texas, where it's a lot hotter than here. So praise God. <laughs> we, we, we brought them up where, where it's cool. And uh, um, they've got a fire inside of them to keep them warm. Would you welcome Tommy and Mary Evans as they come and tell us what God is saying to them. Amen. We may uh, call the worship team up in a little bit. And just maybe later, I just want to go into that break in, break out, and break through song. I don't know. There was an anointing on that song. Wasn't there an anointing on that song? You can be seated. Wow, it's such an honor to be here. Thank you, Apostle Tim and Pastor Carol. We're just so honored to be here in your house. You guys are awesome. Amazing. Hello, testing. I always have issues with mics. I don't know. Maybe I don't hold them right, but... Uh, we're just honored to be here tonight. We're expecting God to do something extraordinary in this place. Um, yes, we came here to uh, pray for the sick and release miracles, but we also came here on an assignment that you would be anointed to carry revival. Come on, we are, we are stepping into one of the greatest moves of God that has ever hit the planet. The Lord spoke to me about two years ago. He said, He says, Tommy, what you saw... Or what you've read about in the Azusa Street Revival, what you've read about in the Welsh Revival, the Argentine Revival, Brownsville, Toronto. He said, those were great moves of God, and I made a mark on history with those moves. But what's coming will eclipse them all. God is preparing His people in these last days. He's anointing us to be carriers of the glory, carriers of revival, and there will be a great demonstration of power like we've never seen since the early church. Come on, resurrection of the dead will be common in the church again. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, I could already feel the Holy Ghost. I, I can, I can, we've got notes and we've got an agenda here because we, we really want to unpack some things. But Miriam and I are also preachers. We like to preach. So if we chase a rabbit, uh, uh, just shout amen. Uh, but no, we, we, we live in Dallas. If you guys don't know us, or if you've ever heard of us, but we live in Dallas. And, and uh, we've got five children. Pray for us, please. Come on, somebody. Five beautiful children. And... Uh, they, they range from ages to 21 all the way down to two. Uh, yeah, we've been having kids our whole life, pretty much. We've been married for 22 years, and uh, we've been having kids, like, it seems like, every, every year. It almost seems like that. But, but, um, but yeah, so we, my wife and I, we just resigned from a pastoral position. We were over our Saturday night awakening service at Trinity Church. It's a large church in South Dallas where we are hosting revival meetings and revival gatherings. And then God has called us out. He says, he began to show us very clearly it's time for another great awakening in America. And sometimes I want you to understand something about the prophetic. I love the prophetic word that was just released. And, and um, all of these prophetic words that we've heard about the coming move of God, the revival, and all of these things that God has been prophesying. See, sometimes God releases a prophetic decree and he's, 
hoping that someone will take that word and go do something with it. So I believe he's looking for people. You don't have to be a professional. You don't have to have a doctorate behind your name. You just got to be willing to take up the prophetic word and say, God, I'll choose me. I'll do whatever you want to do. You can anoint me. You can possess me. I'm going to take that word and I'm going to run with it. If you said it's time for revival, then God, I'll be the revivalist that you use in this hour to shake the earth for your glory. Come on, he's looking for people who will burn for the more of God. He's looking for people who will say yes and amen to what he's saying and decreeing in this hour. We were, before I get into this, because I always do this everywhere we go, we have a book out and I forget half the time and then we end up taking all the books back that we brought. And so let me just quickly, real quick, we have a book, Decrees That Unlock Heaven's Power. Um, we've, it's got over 200 biblically-based decrees. It's got author's note. It was forwarded by uh, one of our spiritual mothers, Cindy Jacobs, and endorsed by Bill Johnson. But we've got those in the back. You can go get them. Um, but I would like to tell you, about six years ago, um, Miriam and I were not... See, we hadn't seen any miracles through our own hands. We had saw them through other people's hands. Uh, we had not seen anybody really get delivered, maybe one or two people. Uh, we had not seen what I like to call revival momentum. And God began to show us that there's power in decree. The Bible says in Job 22, if you decree a thing, it shall be established. God says, it's time, Tommy, for you to get on page with heaven and what I'm saying and decreeing. It's time for divine alignment. And so we begin to speak the word of the Lord out loud over ourselves, like things like, I am a revivalist, and everywhere I go, revival breaks out. Come on, somebody. We, we've got some in there to talk about the miraculous. Maybe you need a healing in your own body. We've got a whole scripture on healing for yourself where you just declare the word of the Lord over yourself. And we begin to declare all kinds of words like this and God began to shift it. And I would like to tell you now, six years later, God is using this all over the world to hold miracle impartation revival services. And it all started with getting on page with heaven. So we've got those books in the back. Go get you one. Um, is there um, a, um, a Tiffany here by chance? Is there anybody by the name of Tiffany here? Anybody? Come on. Or a daughter. Maybe somebody has a daughter named Tiffany. You have a daughter named Tiffany? Yeah? I don't know. I had a dream about a Tiffany last night. Can I just give this to you? Here. Come here. I'm going to prophesy over you since you're here. Come on, Mom. I don't know who you guys are, but I'm going to give that to you. Give that to Tiffany. But can I just give you guys a prophetic word? Come on, baby. Come on. So, Lord, I prophesy right now over Tiffany. I don't know who she is. But, God, I declare that she'll be a mighty force to be reckoned with in the hand of the Lord. I declare in the name of Jesus, God, that you would anoint Tiffany. You would anoint her words. You would anoint her voice to be a trumpet in her generation. Father, we decree and declare now in Jesus' mighty name that every attack that was headed her way is diverted right now through angelic protection. Father, we declare that every attack of the enemy that would try to come and resist or stop what you are doing in her life, we declare it's bound from operating right now in Jesus' name. And we declare revival momentum over Tiffany, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we declare that she's going to come up and come out and come into who she's called to be in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Father, we bless this family. We bless Tiffany in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Do you have anything you want to share, baby? Yeah, I just, 
I just feel such a breakthrough, just as Tommy said, and I just even see um, just the Lord releasing justice over Tiffany, and I see God making wrong things right, and I just see that he's going to begin to restore everything that's been lost or stolen. So God, we just thank you right now for Tiffany's life, Lord, and we bless them, and we bless this couple. We bless them as parents, and we thank you, Lord, that they've done a good job, and I thank you, Lord, not only are they... Uh, there's a reconciliation that's coming to the family. But Lord, I thank you not only physical, but spiritual children. I see your family being used to bring, to bring reconciliation to many families. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Come on. We bless you guys. Wow. Well, how many pastors do we have here tonight? Leaders. Pastor, you got pa just raise your hand if you're a pastor. Stretch them up high. Okay, we got a couple back here in the back. Awesome. Come on. Well, the beautiful thing about the prophetic is that if you like what's being prophesied, if you want to grab a hold of it and take it as yourself, you can. Come on. Yeah. So if we prophesy something over someone's family and you need a breakthrough yeah, with your yeah. kids, just reach out and grab it by faith. Amen. That's the beautiful thing about the prophetic. I've done that many times. So I've seen people literally, people getting prophetic words about a new house. I'm like, I'll take that one. Come on, somebody. You know, just take it if you like it. But listen, I want to decree. We're going to just decree something uh, over uh, Apostle Tim and, and Pastor Carol. Uh, and I just want to stretch out your hands. If you guys will stretch out your hands. And, and we were kind of sharing a little bit of this last night. And, and, you know, you prophesy in part, you know in part. And I know that they, have, they believe in the miraculous. They're opening this house up to the miracles. But I felt very strongly as we were having dinner, and I was just waiting to release it corporately last night, that I declare, and Miriam, you just jump in with me. In Jesus' name, I declare that this house will be a house of healing. I declare in Jesus' mighty name that those things that's been prophesied out of this house, that's been prayed in private, I declare that it's coming to the surface now in Jesus' name. Now is the time right now in Jesus' mighty name for the signs, wonders, and miracles to be poured out. I declare that this house will be a lantern of healing for the city. Father, I declare in Jesus' name, I literally see people coming to be healed because they heard of the miracles in this house in Oasis Church. I declare... That people are going to, I see stretchers coming, wheelchairs coming, people with cancer conditions. Because they've heard that stage four cancer is being healed in the house. So God, I prophesy in Jesus' mighty name for a healing and miracle revival to be birthed out of this house in Jesus' name. Father, I declare, just as it were, when signs and wonders and miracles broke out in the cities, I declare that there was great joy in that city. And I prophesy as signs and wonders break out in this house there will be great rejoicing in the streets in Jesus mighty name hallelujah go ahead baby Thank you, God. yeah I have this word uh, specifically about miracles and healings and I feel like it's for our nation I know it's for our nation but I feel that it's strategic for me to share it here in this house because when we were having dinner last night you know Apostle Sheets and Carol they were speaking about their heart for you, for this nation, for what God is saying. Listen, it's different when you see someone minister and give declarations on the stage, but when we got together last night for dinner, we heard a mama and a papa declaring and their hearts breaking for a nation. 
And that's exactly what the nation of America needs right now, are mothers and fathers that are going to bring in the next generation and say, let me decree, let me tell you the works of God. I know many of you in this house and those of you watching online probably have heard the stories of Apostle Tim and his brother Dutch and how they were used by God in serving their father that was a great healing evangelist. The stories, the testimonies that they have, that they've shared, that I've read in your book, that I've heard here, it just begins to break my heart. And I literally, like last night, I'm trying to eat and I thought, Lord, I'm about to go into travail. Like, Jesus, help me, because how many of you know that this generation needs to see the restoration of the miraculous? I was, last summer, I had a vision, and God began to speak to me, and he began to show me. I had a quick vision of Jesus, and in his hand, he had a sickle in his hand, and he began to swipe the the wheat like this, and and when he would swipe it, he said, miracles are going to be the sickle to bring in the harvest. And I'm telling you, that is what God is preparing us for. And as I began to pray, we were, we were praying, prophesying, eating, fellowshipping at the table last night. And we were like, we have to see this again. And let me tell you, that's not a lack of faith. It, actually, it's the exact opposite. We're so desperate and hungry for the miraculous to be restored that we're like willing to give up our reputation. We're willing to go out of business if we have to, if it's unpopular. We are willing to do what it takes to pay the price to see Jesus get what he paid for on the cross. I'm telling you, as I began to pray last night, I said, God, I am hungry. That not, and we were full. We were full of natural food. And I came home hungry for the miraculous. And I began to hear the Lord tell me this. And I wrote it down last night. And I believe it is strategic that I release this word here in this house because I believe that you guys have created a headquarters here. I believe that you guys have created and paid the price to build this house after an apostolic uh, a, a blueprint, if you will. And I believe that the prophetic words that go forth from this place, that the angels of the Lord that you see, that you've, that you've partnered with, that they are actually going to take these things and run with them. And so we're very honored to be here, to be able to prophesy over this nation. But I heard the Lord say, and it is going to begin, this is going to be one of the hubs where this begins. But I heard the Lord say, that the miracles that are coming to America, right now they are looking like the phenomenon of a tsunami. How many of you understand that right before a tsunami wave, what happens? People begin to say, where's the water? Where'd the water go? What's happening? You know, they're like, what's going on? And the Lord said, so it is with the phenomenon of miracles. Many of us in this generation, in this room, and in this nation are asking, where is the God of miracles? Where did the miracles go? What happened to the stories? It's like it reminds me of 2 Kings chapter 2 when they begin to cry out, where is the God of Elijah? And many of us are saying, where's the God of Smith Wigglesworth? Where's the God of John G. Lake? Where's the God of Catherine Coleman? Where is the God of those that paved the way in the voice of healing. But God is saying, wait, because here it is, Judges 2 said that there was a generation 
that arose that did not know or hear about the works of God. They did not know about the miracles, but then God began to make people, women, Deborah, so many of those that began to rise up in the next generation, and they began to restore the works of God. They began to restore everything that had been lost and stolen in the generation before, and so it is now. Our generation is going to see the restoration of the miraculous. Our generation is going to see a tsunami wave of miracles. And in that wave, there will be the raising of the dead. In that wave, blind eyes will open and the deaf will hear. We're already seeing this, but there will be an uptick. And I'm going to tell you, there will be people that are saved, that are healed, that are delivered in these tsunami waves of glory. And it is going to be at the likes that we have never seen. There will be those that are going to be miraculously healed and people that are watching will say, how on earth did that person get touched by God? And the fear of the Lord will sweep this nation once again. The fear of the Lord will sweep through this nation. And these miracles that happen will not be for the celebration of a man or a woman. And these miracles that happen are not going to elevate those that want to build their own empire. But these miracles are not only coming to a few, but coming to the body of Christ so that no one can boast in the grace and mercy of Jesus, so that no one can boast and say, I did it. But it would only be by the grace of the Lord as he begins to sweep through the ecclesia, as we have heard in this house before, that it will be those that are common, ordinary men and women without a microphone, without a title behind their name, they will not be experts that move in the miraculous, but it will be those who are hungry. And so God, we say yes to this next generation and the restoration of the miraculous. God, we say yes. We give you our yes tonight, God. We give you our yes as the body of Christ, the global body of Christ. God, use me and use my life to perform the miraculous. At the beginning of this year, and we're going to begin to release this later. Listen, I just want to tell you everything that we're declaring, everything that we're saying, we are going to make room to lay hands on everyone who wants hands laid on them, not because of Tommy and myself, but because we firmly believe that we give room for the declaration, the proclamation, but the demonstration of the gospel. And we also know that it is our assignment for multiplication. And so everything that we've seen, everything that we hear in the word, we wanna give it away. So we're gonna have time not only to pray for every sick person in this place, but we're also going to impart so that you can operate in the miraculous as well. But at the beginning of this year, I unexpectedly lost my dad. And as I was talking to the Lord, we were flying to another city and I was like, God, there's so many questions, so many things that I didn't understand. And I had another vision up in the air and I saw Jesus with resuscitation paddles in his hand. And he began to shock the nation back to life. 
And I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me, and he said, Jesus is restoring the resurrection power once again to the body of Christ. And I knew that he meant spiritual awakening, but I also knew that he meant physical miracles that were going to bring people to the feet of Jesus. And then he began to take it a step further, and he said, not only that, he said, but will you be the resuscitation paddles in my hand that shocks dead things back to life? And so as we've been traveling and as we've been holding revival meetings, that has been something that we have been making a call and a charge to, if you will, everywhere, is do you give God your yes to be those resuscitation paddles? Will you give God a yes? Will you come? Will you leave that fear behind? Will you leave that insecurity behind? Will you leave the fear of man behind? Because you and I know that Jesus paid too high of a price for me to sit back with the fear of man and not have the fear of the Lord. And so God is actually passing out in the spirit these resuscitation paddles because he is calling each and every one of us that claim to be believers to be revivalist. If you say you're a Christian, you're a revivalist. And I can prove it to you because the Bible says that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. If you want to see revival, you will always find it at the feet of Jesus because he's the only one that can raise dead things back to life. But as we came to this place, I saw that this house was a house to pass out resuscitation paddles. I saw that in the spirit that you had a closet full, if you will, that you were bringing them out and you were passing them out. And it was as if we, I began to see in this vision, it was as if In 2020, you remember when there was like all sorts of stuff, (laughs) all the things, right? You can't even begin to list them. And as they began to talk about things that were essential during that time, there was like these emergency distributions of masks and all sorts of things that were essential during that time. And I saw that we're coming to a time in the body of Christ that we are going to be extremely essential, We are going to be so essential that people are going to say, where's a Christian? Someone find me a Christian because I need a miracle and I know what those Christians are capable of. And I saw that this house and many other houses around the nation that gave God their yes is going to begin to distribute resuscitation paddles in the spirit that are going to begin to shock dead things back to life. So God, I thank you that even now, you're beginning to pass those paddles out. I thank you now to every person in this place that is saying, God, how on earth can I do that? I don't even feel alive myself. I say, come alive right now in the name of Jesus. Every dead thing, we command it to come back to life. And while we're at it, we say, here, catch the resuscitation paddles of the Lord. Catch the resuscitation paddles of the Holy Spirit so that you too can bring dead things back to life. Praise God. Praise God. Come on, yes, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. I believe it. I believe it with every fiber in my being. I believe that it is a time for multiplication. 
I believe that God is multiplying revivalists in this hour. And I believe that God is going to do mighty exploits once again. And it will be the sickle that brings in the harvest. And the fear of the Lord will be demonstrated once again. But that's what Tommy and I are here to do tonight. We want to prophesy. We want to talk to you about what God is doing. But we also want to share testimonies of what we've seen around the nation. Because if anything else, one of the secret weapons that we believe that God is pulling out right now is the power of the testimony. Revelation 19 says that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And not only is the testimony of Jesus, listen, this is not the testimony of Tommy and Miriam. This is the testimony of Jesus. And God is restoring not only the miraculous, but he's restoring the power of the testimony concerning miracles. Because if we read our Bible, we will see that that is how the fame of Jesus spread like wildfire, the Bible says. Because they heard about what the Son of God could do. And the multitudes came because they knew if God did it for her, he'll do it for me. If God did it for him, he'll do it for me. If God did it for that sinner who didn't even know his name, come on, then he will do it for me. And so we believe that one of the weapons that God uses to defeat the enemy with doubt, the enemies of doubt, the enemies of unbelief, is to release the power of the testimony and to release some good news. Because right now, at any given time, you can just flip through any app on your phone right now, and there's going to be a lot of bad news about what's happening around the world. It doesn't take a prophet of the obvious to talk about that, right? But I want to tell you what prophetic voices do. I want to tell you what voices of revival do. They begin to peer and see what God's doing in heaven. And they say, God, that's it. I want to do whatever I can do to see that manifest here on earth. We want to see the kingdom of God come and we want to see the will of God be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And so as we begin to share testimonies with you, I believe that the testimonies are not only going to prophesy to those of you in this room, prophesy to those of you watching online, but I believe that the power of the testimony is actually going to release a miracle anointing, a miracle anointing in the room and those of you watching online. The power of the testimony is also going to testify of Jesus and it will preach the gospel. Isn't that what Paul said in Romans 15? He said that he fully preached the gospel with a declaration, a proclamation, and a demonstration. And so as we begin to share testimonies with you tonight, we are also going to tell you a principle or a way that God is moving through those testimonies to perform the miraculous. In the testimony of Jesus, we also see God silencing the voice of the enemy through doubt, through unbelief, through fear. I believe that's why he tries to fight the testimony so much. And I'll give you one example. There's some times that when we have a miraculous healing happen, I can tell you I thought of, there was, I'll just give you a story behind that. I remember doing some street evangelism and there was a homeless gentleman there that could not walk and he had a cane 
and the Lord healed him. I, I gave him a word of knowledge. I began to pray, preach the gospel. God healed him. The swelling in his knee went down, and he walked to the group that I was with without the cane, and I said, listen, you gotta share. Come on, let's share. Let's talk about what Jesus is doing. But the first thing he told me is he said, oh, I'm so thankful, and I would love to, but I just don't wanna make it all about me. And I said, listen, I said, I understand that. And I began to talk to him about what Jesus did. I began to talk to him about how he even bore our shame, how he went up naked on a cross and did things he didn't feel like doing. I began to talk to him about all of that, and you could see his mind was renewed. He shared his testimony, and people on the streets gave their life to Jesus because of that one homeless man's testimony. And I want to tell you that when we talk about the testimony of Jesus, it's giving glory to God. It may make some of the religious devils mad, but you know what? That's part of our assignment too. You know, like that's part of the gospel. That's kind of what Jesus did. He was really good at ruffling those feathers. He was really good at that, but it wasn't because he was trying to be sassy. It was because he loved the person, the one in front of him so much that he was willing to go through the ridicule, through the accusation, through the misunderstanding so that he could see the glory of his father manifested through that loved one. And so I want to tell you that tonight you will have an opportunity to share your testimony. And with every testimony that we give, it is going to point to a way that God heals. Why is it important for us to talk about the ways of God? Because sometimes God is so near to us, nearer than our skin, nearer than our breath, that sometimes it can almost feel like it's just us. Like, oh, is that wishful thinking? Oh, am I, is that just me? Am I making them up? Am I the only one who's ever thought that before? And so sometimes when we recognize the ways of God, it, it begins to sharpen our spirit, our gift of discernment. And then we begin to recognize, hey, I don't think this is in my head. I actually think God is touching me right now. I actually believe that when Apostle Tim says there's angels in the room with miracles in those boxes, that actually my miracle's in that box and it's being distributed right now. And I believe that's, as a matter of fact, I feel like that's even happening right now. And we're not gonna stop, we're gonna keep going, but let me tell you what you can expect right now, and I say it with full faith. I believe that before we lay a hand, I believe that before we even dive into what we're gonna say, I believe that the miracle working power of Jesus is gonna to begin to touch bodies. We've seen it too many times. We've seen it too many times. We've seen where people begin to wave their hands like this and interrupt and say, my pain's gone, my ears have opened up. Uh, the blind begin to literally, we'll get to that story later and we'll tell you a really awesome story where a young boy interrupted what was happening in the service because he came in blind and he began to see in the middle of the service. And so why am I telling you these testimonies? Because we have to know what is available. We can't wait till the end. I, can I propose to you that that's actually what a religious spirit will do? It will tell you and convince you, oh, it's not time yet. No, it's not a good time. We don't have time for all that stuff. No, come on, the clock says whatever. No, you just wait till the end. You know, they tried to do that with Jesus. They tried to tell him, don't heal on the Sabbath. We don't do that. You have six days out of the week to do that. Why are you doing that now? But Jesus showed that every day is a good day for a miracle. Every moment, every second is a good time 
for a miracle. And I believe that this wave of the miraculous that's coming is just like the tsunami phenomenon. Come on. (laughs) Something's happening already. Yeah, let's just give a moment to give God praise. We thank you, Lord. God, we thank you that you are the God of the impossible. Come on. Somebody's got to partner with heaven. Somebody's got to do it. Amen. This wave, this phenomenon of this tsunami wave is going to be just like the natural tsunami wave. It's going to catch us all by surprise. There's the prophetic manifestation of that. It's going to catch us by surprise. It's almost going to feel like it's coming out of nowhere. We've been in a season of loss. We've been in a season of defeat. And it's important that we talk about that for a moment. Because that's not actually having a lack of faith. That's actually staring at the devil square in the eye and saying, you're not bigger than my God. I'm not in denial one bit. I'm actually more aware and being a realist than what most realists would say because I'm not allowing my experience to be elevated above the word of God. I am actually going to do what the Bible says and I am going to command everything that tries to acknowledge itself above Christ and we are going to bring it down into submission. And we're going to say, I may not see the fullness of it yet, but my God is the God of miracles. My God is the God that raises the dead. My God is the God that performs miraculous signs and wonders. And we will see the restoration come forth. But he is looking for those who will partner with him. He is looking for those who are willing to look foolish for him. It looks pretty foolish when you try to raise the dead and nothing happens. When you try to pray for the sick and nothing happens. But I can tell you, just like we would never stop praying for people to be saved, we don't need to stop praying for people to be healed. Healing is central to the gospel. It is not a side issue. It is not something that we just let the silly charismatic people do uh, when we turn off the online and when all the important people have left the building. No, this is central to the gospel and it is exactly what Jesus paid for. And Psalm 103 tells us the benefits of the cross. And it is every sickness and every disease bowing to the name of Jesus. And I believe that this spirit of death and sickness that has been trying to mock Jesus is now coming to an end. Because the Bible told me in Colossians that they have already been defeated and they were made a public spectacle because of the cross. Now I believe God is actually resurrecting our mindsets so that we can actually believe what he says and be foolish enough to obey it. Praise God. And we're going to all be foolish together tonight. Amen? And we're going to do this thing tonight. We're going to do it together. We're going to believe God. And those of you watching online, every 
single time we hold a meeting, whether we're praying for miracles or not, we always get a DM on Instagram. We always get an email. We get something because someone was healed on the online. And so we prophesy over you. You have permission to be healed at any time, at any time in Jesus' name because the Spirit of God transcends space and time. So we bless you in Jesus' mighty yeah, name. I just, I really feel like God is, is raising up well diggers. Come on. What do I mean by that? You know, the Bible says that Isaac dug again the well of his father Abraham because the Philistines had tried to stop it up. And I think that the Philistines, the enemies, had tried to stop up the wells of healing. And he's looking for a people who will dig with holy yes. grit until we, they touch water. Come on, somebody. Yes who will take risk and go after it like nobody else's business and just see the miracles. We've got to learn to walk in the miraculous by working the miracles. Come on. Come on. I'm, I'm going to tell you, you know, we've seen a lot more miracles in the last five years than we have in the last 20 because we keep going after it. And he's looking for people who will be willing to dig those wells of healing. Now listen, we want to give you some practicals before we go any further. And uh, we're going to start praying for people. And at any point, I love, I don't know who that was, but that was awesome. If you feel like you got to get up and run, run. If you've got to feel like you, you want to bend down, try to do something that you could not do. Because the Lord is present here to heal. Now, um, I, a lot of times when we go places, we don't know where everybody's position at, is at as it pertains to healing. How many of you know that it's God's will to heal all? Would you agree? Amen. So that means that everybody in the building, like Miriam says, you have permission to be healed tonight. Come on. Everywhere Jesus went, he healed them all. The Bible says in Colossians 1 chapter 15 that he is the image of the invisible God. In Hebrews, it says that he is the express image of the Father. Everywhere Jesus went, he was revealing the Father. What did Jesus do as it pertained to healing? He healed them all. He delivered them all. And that's something that the Lord has been speaking to me. It's like everywhere I go... I keep seeing the numbers 1038, 1038, 1038. It's like every time I look at a clock, it's either 1038 in the morning or 1038 p.m. It's the wildest thing. And God says, it's Acts 1038. I am pouring out in these last days an anointing as I poured out on Jesus to see everybody healed and everybody delivered. Come on, I'm thankful for the one or two people that get healed in a service, but I believe that we're about to have gatherings where literally everybody that walks in the building gets healed. Everybody that walks in the building gets delivered. And I believe it can start tonight. Why don't we just reach up and grab it? Let's just reach out and grab that promise right now. You know what? I just feel like this is what we've got to do right now. I just feel it in my spirit. On the count of three, we're going to lift up a yes, but it's going to be a shout kind of yes. We'll just say yes to Acts 10.38. Are you ready? I don't understand the nature or why God has us do things. You know, sometimes he has you do these prophetic things and you're like, and everybody, how many of you shout in church before, right? Come on. Or just something. It's like God says, listen, if you'll release the shout, I'll tear down the walls. I don't understand it. 
But I just feel like this, there's enough authority and legislative authority and anointing in this house tonight that literally can shift something over the atmosphere, over this region where literally this will be a city of healing. And so let's just, on the count of three, we're going to shout yes to Acts 10, 38. And I mean, you got to let it out. Come on, I want Lebanon to hear it. Cincinnati to hear it. Come on, I was just in Lebanon today. It was awesome. We ate at the, the what was it called? The Breakfast Club. Come on, somebody, for the Breakfast Club. I want a gift card in the mail if you're watching online. On the count of three, you ready? One, two, three. Lift up a shout. say yes God all healed all delivered pour out your spirit God we declare the anointing God for miracles signs and wonders we say well open well of miracles well of healing well of deliverance in Jesus mighty name come on <laughs> That's good news. <laughs> Hebrews 13.8 says this, that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he was healing and resurrecting the dead yesterday, he's healing and delivering today. Come on, somebody. So there's two things that we, before we go any further, that I want you to make sure that you understand. Number one, it's always God's will to heal. And number two, God has commanded us to heal. Come on, somebody. Matthew chapter 10, verse 7 and 8. He says, when you go into a city, proclaim that the kingdom of God is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons freely. You have received freely. Give it away. The assignment should never change. If you want to be a doctor, a school teacher, or whatever, go and do that and heal the sick and raise the dead and cast out demons. Come on. All right, we're going to skip that part because just for sake of time. But we just want to quickly talk to you about knowing the ways of God as it pertains to healing and miracles. Exodus 33, verse 13. If you have your Bible, you can look at it. You can open it up and read it. It says this. Now, therefore, I pray, if I found grace in your sight, Moses cried out, show me your ways that I may know you. And then in Exodus 33, 18, it says this. Moses cries out again, show me your glory. I believe that there is a connection between knowing the ways of God and the glory. And God in these last days is something, the prophetic word that the Lord has been giving me, that he's anointing people to be carriers of the glory. And we, we begin to step into that anointing as we discover the ways of God and the ways that he does things. So there are ways that God heals. Now, I just mentioned the glory. What is the glory? What is the glory? Well, I love what Ruth Ward Heflin said. She said this, the glory realm defined is this. As air is the atmosphere of the earth, the glory is the atmosphere of heaven. Come on, somebody. Isaiah 60 says this. That arise and shine for your light has come for the glory has risen upon you. Though deep darkness is covering the earth, deep darkness the people, yet the glory rises upon you. Even though there's great darkness, God is anointing people in these last days to be glory carriers. 
It's like Smith Wigglesworth when he would go down San Francisco and he would walk down the streets and literally people would come out and bring people that were sick and, and, and needed a healing. And he would walk by because of the atmosphere on Wigglesworth, people would start getting healed. It's the Acts chapter 5 grace that was on Peter when he would walk down the streets. It, it was the, they, they just thought that maybe the shadow might heal them. It wasn't the shadow, it was the glory. And God is raising up people who will be carriers of the glory. Now, just to give you some personal example and testimonies, we have seen this many times. One of the ways that God's heal is in the presence. It's in the glory. No one laying hands on anybody. No one's safe in the glory. We've seen people literally healed, I mean, way up in balcony seating. No one laid hands on them but God, and they got absolutely healed. We saw this just recently in Kentucky. We were in a field of 3,000 people, and we were ministering there. And we were just ministering to the Lord, making decrees, and the glory began to settle in the room. We began to call out words of knowledge, and as we did, we called out deafness. And 70 people in one word got healed of deafness. 70. 70. There were some people that were completely deaf. There were some that were partially deaf, and they all got healed in a moment. And you can, we couldn't pray for over 3,000 people for healing, but God can with the glory, and they got healed. We've seen this. There was a woman in, the, in a stadium in Brazil. She was up in the stadium seating. And she had uh, been in, a, in an accident. She had rods in her back. She was in a lot of pain. And we begin to declare, declare things and begin to prophesy and release miracles. And in the balcony, the woman got completely healed. There was another uh, woman who came into one of our services in Cedar Hill, Texas. Literally, she didn't even come into the building looking for a miracle. She was just worshiping Jesus. And she came in and she was 80% deaf in both ears. And she's sitting there on the third row and she was just worshiping the Lord. And all of a sudden she thought something was wrong with her hearing aids. And she says, maybe I need to put a new battery pack in. It was like, you know, have you ever put your fingers in your ears? And you can't really hear really. That's what happened. Because she thought they stopped working. And so she went out and she checked her batteries. And all of a sudden she opened up. She took her batteries out. Or excuse me, her hearing aids. And she could hear perfectly. She came in to check it out. She said, no way. There's no way. I wasn't even there to get healing. I was just there to worship. And God opened up her ears. I'm prophesying over those in this yeah. building right now that not only will ears begin to open tonight, but you're going to carry an anointing wherever you go. Accidental miracles yeah. will manifest. Yeah. Come on, somebody. And listen, at any point as we share the testimony of Jesus, if you believe, I mean, come on, just grab a hold of that prophetic decree Pull your hearing aids out. Try to do something that you could not do. If you've got metal rods, try to do something that you could not do. There was another story, and then we're going to move on to the, another way that God heals. There was a boy. Miriam kind of shared it earlier, but there was a, a boy, probably about the age of 14, who came into the service. He was there with his adoptive dad. He was in the service, and uh, when he was a baby, he was beaten so bad by his biological parents uh, that it caused brain damage to his brain and it caused his right eye to sag and he was completely blind in his right eye. And his adopted parents, they adopted him and they loved on him and they took him to uh, doctor after doctor. Uh, they tried all these kinds of surgeries to recorrect the eye to no avail. Uh, he was not getting any correction or relief. Um, another thing that happened that I, I noticed 
his dad told us, he, he testified to this as well, that because of the brain damage to his brain, he could only walk a few steps without falling. He needed assistance. He never ran in his whole entire life because of brain damage. And so we're just there worshiping, calling out words of knowledge and worshiping Jesus. And all of a sudden, I see this 14-year-old boy running around, just like this woman earlier, running around the sanctuary in circles. And I'm going, okay, we got a runner. You know, because it's not unusual for people to run in our services. Sometimes it's just like that word that was shot up in your bones. Like Jeremiah, prophet, you know, he just would run. People run all the time in our service. So I thought we were, you know, experiencing that. This boy jumps up on the stage. He's dancing around. He jumps off the stage, which made me nervous because, you know, you talk about a stage, you don't want somebody to get hurt in your church service, right? And so he jumps off the stage. He's like, I can see, I can see, I can see. He gets up there. We looked at that boy's eye. That boy's eye was completely corrected. It opened up. He was completely healed. No one laid hands on him. Come on. That's amazing. Go ahead, baby. Yeah, I just, you know, we're going to move to the next one. But as we specifically are talking about healing by hearing, you know, the Bible does say that in Romans, that faith comes by hearing the word of God. And not only is it the, the logos word, but it is the rhema word of God. And so as these testimonies are going forth, it is the breath of God that is prophesying to you and even to your family members. And so what I mean by that is if there is a testimony being released and you need healing in your body or your family members need healing in their body, you can take it for them. It is legal. And you may say, well, how is that legal? They're not even in the room. Well, let me tell you, Jesus was really good at that one too, because the Bible says that the centurion soldier sent word back and said, Lord, you know what? I'm not even worthy for you to come here. If you just say a word, my servant will be healed. And those of us that read the Bible, what happened? Was his servant healed or his servant was healed? And so, come on, we've seen this not only by the word of God, but we've seen it in action. And I believe that God is activating us to act in the body of Christ. That whatever we read, that we actually do it and believe that on the other side of obedience is breakthrough. And so if we will just begin to partner with what he's saying, and so I was willing to do that. I was in Atlanta and I began to share a testimony about this very thing, and I'm going to give it to you. We were in Brazil, and there was a, a healing testimony that came out of there with cancer. When I was in Atlanta, I felt the Holy Spirit say, share that testimony about cancer being healed and declare to them that if they will begin to pray for any loved ones in the room with cancer, that I'm going to heal them. So I said, well, God, that sounds biblical to me. Let's do this. Remember, a long time ago, I made the decision. I'm not in it to stay in business. And so I said, Lord, whatever the outcome is, I just want to obey. And so I began to share that testimony. And I said, if you have a loved one in the room, and they're not even here, and they have cancer or a terminal illness, I want you right now, call them, text them. If you can't get a hold of them, pray for them, drive, to them, whatever you need to do. But I believe that God is going to use the testimony and he is going to transcend space and time and someone's going to get healed. Well, I got message, that was in April, and I got a text message from the leaders of the church in June. 
And they said, when you released that word, there was a woman there that had a loved one that was dying of cancer. She said, God, I've got to take this. We're believing for a miracle. And she went and prayed for the loved one. Well, they had the scan and the checkup in June, and she was completely cancer-free. So I tell people, guess what? Jesus is moving with a word, with a word of the testimony, with a word of declaration. So I'm going to prophesy that again right now. I'm going to prophesy that over you watching online, that if you have a family member right now that is not in the room and they need a miracle, I just prophesy in the name of Jesus that the anointing and the testimony of Jesus that holds a spirit of prophecy would begin to create a miracle in your life and in the life of your loved one. God, we just release creative miracles in the room right now in the name of Jesus. If God spoke to Apostle Tim Sheets, what did he say? He said, amp it up, or what was the word? About basically, he said, amp it up. We're going to amp it up. We're going to make ourselves available and know that your hands and your words are loaded with the anointing of Jesus, because you are one with the anointed one. So therefore, you too can lay hands on the sick and see them recover. There was a woman in one of our services that stood up, interrupted, did one of these waves, and she said, the lump in my throat has completely disappeared. And as she said that, the other woman, there was another woman hearing the same testimony, she stood up and she said, I need that word. She wasn't standing up to say that she was healed. She stood up and she just said, God, I need that word. What we did not know is that she had a growth in her lung or around her lung area. And when she heard the testimony of the woman's uh, lump disappearing in her throat, she began to take that for herself. And she went and got tested by the doctor and she messaged us as well and said, the lump, I'm all clear. I'm completely clear. And it wasn't only one mass, but two. Come on. So we're believing every testimony that we share, whether it is your condition or not, that you have permission to be healed. So number one, power of the testimony. As we share testimonies, yeah. as you share testimonies, it creates a culture of faith and that actually releases miracles. Number two, we talked about the glory. In the realms of presence, God heals people. Uh, number three, Miriam touched on it just now, by action. Yeah. Testing your body out through, uh, through risk. John Wimber says this, that faith is spelled R-I-S-K, risk. Risk to receive the miracle, but also risk to release the miracle. So if you want to see miracles, you've got, the Bible says in James, it says, faith without works is dead. Just as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. You've got to do something with what you've been given. I love what this woman did here earlier. We can always tell how much faith's in the room how much, by how much activity is happening in the room. So as we begin to call out words of knowledge and pray and people, all of this, it's really important. The Bible talks about working of miracles. Let's work the miracles. 
Come on. Let's work them together. We're going to all get activated tonight. So at any point, it is not a disruption. If you're sitting there on the third row and you've got back issues, you've got something, I want you to get up and do something that you could not do. Move it around. Do something. Take off your glasses. Try something out. There was a girl in our service who literally got up in the service and uh, she needed healing. We called out a word of knowledge for dyslexia and learning disabilities. And she she just said, well, I'm going to do what I need to do. And she pulled out the Bible and started to read and she read perfectly. Come on. God can rewire and fire brains tonight. I believe that in Jesus mighty name. So I want you, when we start praying and calling out, even now, just take your miracle right now. Sometimes people say, well, what if I don't, what if it's not time? What if it's not time for my healing? I would like to squash that belief and tell you that faith is not a point in time. Come on, today's the day for your miracle. Right now. Well, brother, I've been prayed by Benny Hinn. I've been prayed by all the great healing evangelists. No, I want you to come every night, every day with the other believers until you see breakthrough. It is not lack of faith. I bind the lie that says you can't go get multiple prayer until you get the breakthrough. People think that all the time. Well, I can't do that because that's showing lack of faith. And I just, no, 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 no. You go get prayer until you receive the miracle. Come on. I squash that nonsense. That's nonsense that the enemy wants to keep you from getting your breakthrough. So it's very important as we do what we're doing. There's people right now who needs a miracle. Can, I, can, I, can you follow me? I don't know. We like to move around. Is that okay? There's people right now that need a miracle. And your miracle is just you getting up and trying to do something that you couldn't do. It's one of the ways that God heals. Maybe, well, I'm just I'm waiting for brother so-and-so to lay his hands on me, and that's going to be the... No, no, no. How do you know that God doesn't want to heal you by your act of faith? Tonight, in the presence of the Lord. Come on, somebody. Come on. We need to understand these ways that God heals. Now, we're going to pray. We believe we're, we're going to go after this together. But I, I want to tell you right now, do not miss your miracle Because you don't think that the brother next to you is anointed enough. Come on. The only place in the Bible where you see Jesus could do no mighty works, it was in his hometown. I can tell you if I went back to my hometown, as many miracles that I've seen. If I go back to northeast Arkansas where I'm from, and I'm telling you, I haven't been saved forever. But if I go back to my hometown where everybody just remembers old Tommy, they're not going to be showing up at my door to get a miracle. And that's why Jesus could do no mighty works there. It wasn't that they didn't come to him. or that It wasn't that he didn't have the power to do it. It's just because they didn't come to him. He had the power. He had the ability, but it's because they didn't come to him. And familiarity can squash your miracle. Your miracle might be sitting right next to you. Come on, your miracle might be sitting right next to you. Come on, look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you might be the miracle tonight for me. Come on, sound, look to your other neighbor and say, neighbor, I hear your hands are loaded. Come on, somebody. (laughs) It's really important. Biblically, we've seen so many miracles. 
like we've called out stuff before and prayed with people, and we didn't see anything. But it, was, it wasn't until they started to act they got their miracle. You see this in, 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 in uh, Matthew chapter 11, verse 13. Jesus said to the man, that the cripple withered hand, stretch out your hand and be healed. Mark 2, 11, he told the man on the mat, he says, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. Come on, sometimes you've got to activate the word that's being released. Great example. There was two women in Florida. We were ministering there and we were actually sharing the testimony, come on, that's one of the ways that God heals, of somebody else being healed. Well, all of a sudden, this woman, she jumps up and she starts running around the room. And we're like, what is going on? Come to find out. And then she jumps up on the stage and she starts jumping like this. Ah! You know, I'm like, what in the world? You know, that just happens in revival. You just, you kind of learn to live with those kinds of things, right? We're like, what's going on? Come to find out, this woman had had fused plates in her ankle fused to her foot bone and because she had a bad accident and they, she was told that she'll never be able to jump, dance, or run. She was jumping, dancing, and running. And she's up here and she's trying to test and she's got full mobility, no pain. All of a sudden, the woman on the fifth row heard the testimony. She says, well, if she did it, I'm going to do it. She jumped up. She had metal rods in her shin bone, and she gets completely healed. And she was told she was never going to run or walk again. So it's really important for you to move in the atmosphere of healing, to try to do something. Remove the thing that you've been relying on for quite some time. Get up and do something that you could not do. It's very, very important. Number four, another way to, to, to do it is lay hands. Come on. It's biblical. Jesus laid hands on them and they were healed. Mark 16, 17. I love this. One of my favorite passages. These signs will follow those who believe in my name. They'll cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will take up serpents and they will drink anything deadly. It will not harm them. And they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. It did not say that they might recover. It said that they will recover. Your credentials to move in signs, wonders, and miracles is Mark 16, 17, if you believe. Come on. Come on. Say that to yourself. My credentials is Mark 16, 17. Because I believe signs, wonders, and miracles follow me. When I lay hands on the sick, they recover. I believe it's impossible for us to pray and have nothing happen. What if we begin to live from that position? Some stories about that you wanted to share. Oh, yeah, there's always stories. Me and my right? wife, when we minister together, you understand, we're two of us up here. We like <laughs> to preach. We just have conversation. Is that okay? <laughs> we want to make sure that you get what you need, but we're trying to dialogue. So if you don't mind our dialogue, go ahead, baby. So I'm going to do this. There's, okay, I can really come up with a story, like for everything that he's saying, a testimony, a really fun one. But I feel like I'm going to start sharing testimonies that I feel that will pertain to somebody in the room. Is that fair? And so right now, coming to mind, I, I remember a testimony um, of bones, and I feel like that's for somebody here. And we'll get to word of knowledge in a minute, because this is one of the ways that God's healing people uh, right now. But, um, but I have, wow, the Spirit of God is really beginning to 
to drop into place. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I really feel bones are being corrected right now. Who is that that needs that? I can say it, but then there's moments when um, it gets really heavy. And so I just want you to begin to receive that and begin to try something out. And I'm feeling um, to release the testimony of what I've seen. There was one, there was one um, time that we were speaking, and the glory of the Lord began to fill a room, the room that we were in. And there was only like 20 people in the room. This is like when we first started out talking about this stuff. And the glory of the Lord began to fill the room, and it was just as I was talking about the Holy Spirit. I wasn't even praying for healing. I didn't call anything out. I was just honoring the Holy Spirit. And I just was saying, you know, just receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the fire of the Holy Spirit. And there was a gentleman in the room, and he stood up, and he uh, just began to weep. And he began to twist and turn and twist. And he, and he just waved at me, and he said, thank you so much for laying hands on me. And I said, oh, well, actually, I didn't. I've been up here the whole time. But he just had his eyes closed, and I wasn't paying attention to him because I was just ministering and releasing the Holy Spirit. And um, he began to weep, and he, and he looked at his wife, and he said, did you touch me? And she said, no, I'm not touching you. And the reason why she said that, I find out later. It wasn't just she was being salty. She just said it because he had suffered a very severe injury to his spine. He had some compression in his discs and in his, uh, his, the bones in his spine because at work, he jumped out of the back of his work truck, and when he landed, it compressed um, his spine. And so he had been in excruciating pain, but he really wanted to be there. And he was like, God, I just, I just don't want to sit at home. I'm in so much pain. If I get there, I'm just believing that you'll touch me. Well, that was like an inner dialogue between him and the Lord. I had nothing to do with it. And so you could feel the presence of God begin to fill the room. And he said that he felt someone's hand touch him. And as soon as that hand touched him, he said he slightly moved because he didn't know who was behind him. And he said all the bones in his back from the top down just began to pop and crack into place. And he said at that moment, he felt fire. He felt heat. And he said all the pain was gone. And so I believe that that's even happening in the room. And one of the ways that God will do this is he'll use the angelic in the room. And, and if that is kind of funny for some of you, the Bible says in Psalms 104 that he sends his ministering flames of fire. And I believe that the ministering flames of fire are on the move right now. I can feel it tangibly in the room. And I'm releasing the testimony with bones because I believe God is beginning to set bones straight. We've prayed for people many times on this. There was a woman that heard me share this story. She went home. She said, God, my hips, my spine, they're out of alignment. I can't go to the chiropractor. I'm spending too much money. I can't afford it. I heard that testimony. Will you please do it for me? Well, that night, she went to bed. She woke up in the middle of the night because she just turned. Same thing happened. She messaged me the next morning. Everything popped. She said it was as if somebody was in the room and just adjusted her completely. And she said, now I'm able to go to my aerobics class and, and do all of this stuff. And so I just release the testimony of Jesus right now. And I just command every bone, every bone that is out of place due to injury, 
every bone that is out of place due to trauma right now, we command it to come into alignment in the name of Jesus. And who is it? I feel like there's fire in the cervical spine right now. We're just going to go back, back and forth. Who is that? Just kind of wave your hand. There's some hands going up. So, God, we just declare right now over the cervical spine, we command every disc to go back to where it came from, where it belongs, rather. And we just thank you, Lord, for the glory of the Lord. And we thank you for the angels, God, that are doing your bidding right now in Jesus' name. And so I think that's what we're going to begin to do is just share testimonies. And these testimonies are also going to work in tandem with the word of knowledge. Yeah, and we do. We just, we right now, as Miriam was just talking about the angelic, that's one of the ways that God uh, does release healing as he partners with angels yeah. or he has angels partner with his Holy Spirit. But uh, so, Lord, we do. We, we right now, we do. We ask the angels in the room to help us minister in the realm of the Spirit right now, to minister yes. healing. Just yeah, buckets yeah. of hot oil. You, like Miriam said, you're going to yeah, feel hot yeah. oil just begin to roll down your body. Pay attention to your body. Some of you are going to feel electricity like vibrations in your hands. Some of you might feel a cool uh, sense come on you. Maybe just a real weighty piece. Um, just reach out and grab it and take it. And we're going to call out words of knowledge as well. But another way that God heals is through the word of knowledge. 1 Corinthians 12, 8 says this. It's, it's one of the nine gifts of the Spirit. It's a revelation gift. It's basically God giving us knowledge of somebody in the room that needs that specific healing. And uh, I would like to encourage you, uh, Isaiah 55, 11, uh, Apostle Tim said it earlier. I thought it was so good. But it says this, So shall my word, which goes out of my mouth, this is the amplified version, it will not return void, useless, or without result without accomplishing what I desire. So as we begin to speak what we hear God saying, we're releasing the word and it won't return empty. So if that's the way that God wants to hear you tonight, just take it. As we call out the word of knowledge, immediately receive your miracle and try to do something that you could not do. And then we're going to lay hands. We're going to do it all. We're going to lay hands. We're going to invite the, pre well, the presence is here. The angels are already here. We've shared testimony. I believe people right now are already being healed just by the release of the testimony. And before I go any further, it's very imperative that you pay attention to your body and focus on what God is doing. Don't look at your symptoms. Look to Jesus. Look to your miracle. If you get any percent, 10%, 20% better, give God praise. I Oftentimes, we see it all the time. People won't say anything or give God praise because it's not 80% or better. But if you give God praise for the 10, it means that God's working. Focus on what He's doing and watch the 90 come. We have seen this so many times happen. And I'm getting ahead of myself, but we're going to release words of knowledge in a minute. Uh, we've got a lot of stories, but we're not, we don't have time for this is the next point. God will heal as you go. A lot of people need to hear this. Because what happens in a miracle service is there's healing released. And some people see absolutely no change. And they get discouraged because they, well, I guess God doesn't want to heal me. I guess it didn't happen or whatever. No, if we're in the presence of the Lord, I believe that God is working miracles. Take what you received and begin to decree it until you see it. The Bible says this in very, very often. We saw this in uh, uh, Luke chapter 17. It was the 10 lepers. They, they came to Jesus. They were crying out for mercy. He says, listen, go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. 
Okay? We've seen this multiple times. We saw a woman who had flat feet, caused her pain. It was actually one of our leaders. We called out a word of knowledge. She received prayer in the service. We called out a word of knowledge. Didn't manifest. She received laying on her hands. Did not manifest. She goes home. She goes to sleep. She wakes up the next day and she's got two beautiful big arches in her feet. So I'm here to tell you, I believe that yes, we're going to see miracles tonight. We're going to see people healed tonight. But maybe you might get healed in the morning or overnight or the next two days. There was a woman with trigeminal neuralgia, which causes a numbness and kind of a paralyzation of the face and causes a lot of pain. She received prayer on one of our Saturday night gatherings and she got like 20% better. And she praised God for the 20 like we've always told our people to do. Just give God praise for what he's doing. She gave God praise. And over the next few days, she was received 100% healing. She testified that following Saturday night that God healed her. So we're going to believe tonight that you're going to see it. But even if you don't see it, or maybe you just see the 10 or the 20, go believing in faith that you received. And then, of course, James 5.14, we pray and we lay hands with oil. A lot of times it's another way. It says, is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick person. It will. Prayer cloths, we've prayed over. I'm sure you guys have done this too. Acts chapter 19, the Bible says that through the hands of Paul, he did extraordinary miracles. That is, he just threw out aprons and sweatbands that were anointed because they had touched Paul and they'd go lay them on the sick and they'd get delivered. We've seen this. There was a, a man, right? A man, a father, excuse me, a son came to one of our healing room sessions and he was believing God for his dad who had diabetes back home and he had it bad, really bad. It caught, he had neuropathy of the feet and all this stuff. We prayed over a cloth. He took it back over the next several days, right? Was it the next several days? The man was healed. Come on. Maybe we're going to anoint some cloths tonight. I don't know. Maybe you've got a loved one that's not here, but you want to anoint the cloth and take it and put it under their pillow. We're going to believe God for all ways that God wants to heal tonight. Amen? Last but not least, and there's a lot of ways that God heals, but they're just the ways that we've seen. God will heal people through holy laughter. Now I know I'm not going to get into this tonight. This is a whole message. But I don't understand why it is that the church always looks down on that manifestation of the Spirit. We're okay with the crying at the altar, but the minute someone starts to laugh, we think it's demonic. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 16, verse 11, that in His presence there's fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Come on, joy is a third of the kingdom. Amen? Proverbs says this, that joy is like good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Maybe the great physician Jesus is here tonight, and he wants to anoint some people with the oil of joy that brings healing to your body. 
There was a man, we were in Brazil. I'll tell this quick story and then we're going to pray for people. We were in Brazil. There was this man. He was actually a pastor. His doctor said that he was to go on a mandatory six-month sabbatical because he had uh, clinical depression, he had anxiety, and he had stress that he was dealing with. And his doctor said, you have to do this or it can take your life. So he did what his doctor said. He came into one of our meetings. We had about 200 pastors there. The weighty glory of God was there. And I was walking by uh, in the front row. And I just had my hand out like this. I wasn't looking to shake anybody's hand. And I didn't know that this man was a pastor. And he was sitting on the front row. And I was just kind of walking just like this. And I just kind of looked at him like this. He reached up, grabbed my hand and shouted really loud and like fell on me and I had to turn to the side and he was falling down and he was laughing on the floor hysterically. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness. Never saw that before. Come to find out that man got so intoxicated with the presence of the Lord that joy hit his heart and in one 60 second dose of the Holy Ghost he was totally healed. Some of you need a touch of joy tonight. Come on, joy will shift a city. It will shift an atmosphere. One of the vehicles that God is doing, using in these last days to release His glory is the oil of joy. All right, we're going to call the worship team. You ready, baby? Let's pray for some people. I'm going to call the worship team back up here. We're just going to jump right into it. And we're going to do it all. We're going to pray we're going to lay hands. We're going to activate you. We're going to call out words of knowledge. We're going to do it all. I feel the Holy Spirit. The weighty presence of the Lord is here tonight. Everybody just begin to worship Jesus for a moment. Come on. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Come on, just begin to praise His name right now. Come on, just lift up his voice. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We thank you that you are the miracle-working God. We thank you that you are Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you, Lord, that you are our breakthrough. We thank you, Lord, that you are our deliverer. We thank you, Lord, that you are the mighty third person of the Trinity, the beautiful Holy Spirit. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We welcome your activity in this place. We honor you, Lord, in this place. We declare in the name of Jesus that you are here. We welcome the angelic realm to begin to move in the Spirit on behalf of the Lord. Father, we thank you for the mighty work and the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. We say, come, Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way. Come on, keep praising Him. People are being healed right now. Come on, I believe just in the, your belly, there's miracles in your mouth. Come on, your miracle. Many of you right now, your miracle is in your praise. Come on, just praise him, praise him, praise him. People are being healed right now as you praise the majesty of his glorious kingdom. He's the king. Jesus, you're worthy. We praise you. There's none like you, Lord. Come on, people are being healed right now in the building. Come on, just check it, check it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Come on, just take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. 
Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Come on, as you praise him. If you got a prayer language, if you got a prayer language, come on, just praise him in the in your prayer language. Come on, this prayer is a perfection. This prayer is a perfection. You're being healed online right now. As you praise, there's someone. You're sitting in your living room. You're being healed as you praise. I see you lifting your hands, and God is touching you where you're at. You're being healed right now. There's someone in Washington being healed right now. Nebraska, there's someone watching being healed right now. In Jesus' name. There's someone's bones being, Miriam called it out. There's bones are being healed right now. Someone's spine, like L4 and 5, it gives you pain. It's like you, you, I don't know, maybe you had an accident about 10 years ago and God is healing your back right now. We're just declaring the oil of God on you right now. Just check it out. There's someone's right elbow being healed. There's also a rotator cuff being healed right now uh, due to an injury. And it, it's not like it's hard to lift your hands over your head. Just lift your hand right now and do like this. God's going to just like the oil of the Holy Ghost. It's just going to touch your, 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 your shoulder right now. God's healing eyes tonight. If you need a healing in your eyes, God's healing that right now in Jesus' name. Come on. Somebody's feet are being healed right now in the Spirit of the Lord. Someone's legs right now are vibrating because you need a healing in your lower back and in your hips. God's healing someone's knees tonight. You can hardly bend down. I I feel like articular cartilage needs to be recreated in the knee. In Jesus' name. Father, right now, we declare that all trauma due to accidents is bound old injuries do like sports related injuries we declare right now that trauma due to accident car accidents there was someone you had a bike accident i don't know i think it might be a motorcycle or a bike of some sort i don't even know but god's healing you right now in jesus name try to move your feet do something that you could not do move your move your body it's very important that you try your body and as you get 10%, 20% better, just praise Him. Just lift up the name Jesus and just praise Him as He touches your body right now. You're being healed in the name of Jesus. Mary, if you got some words of knowledge. Yeah, I actually had a series of dreams last night, so I'm just going to call those out. But I believe that there's a woman here who needs healing in her kidneys. And if you're like, well, I'm not a woman, but I do need healing in my kidneys, you can take that as well. Someone watching online right now, we just declare healing right now over every kidney, any type of uh, reoccurring kidney infections right now. We just command that uh, to be restored and to be healed in the name of Jesus. Um, Also, the ketones. I heard like a a ketoacidosis um, that God is beginning to touch that right now in the name of Jesus. And the Lord is also healing lungs right now. I just need some of you just to begin to take a deep breath 
right now just begin to exhale and take a deep breath in the glory of the Lord and then we want you just to begin to wave your hands and tell us if there is a 50 or 60 percent difference come on thank you Lord let's praise God we declare 100 percent 100 percent clean and clear lungs in the mighty name of Jesus just somebody get behind her the glory of the Lord is going to begin to fall and hover over you the Psalm 91 hovering glory of the Lord is going to begin to fall like a blanket in the room he's already begun we say more Lord more Lord more Lord more Lord we're hungry for the glory God we're hungry for the glory God we thank you for the glory Lord we thank you for the glory of the Lord we worship you Jesus the King of glory we say open up ancient doors open up your gates and let the King of glory come in we praise you for the glory yeah 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 I think go, go ahead disorders that were actually causing a skin rash her skin was beginning to erupt due to an allergy and so right now in Jesus name the Lord is beginning to correct food allergies that are actually keeping you from living a normal life and skin conditions are being healed right now in Jesus mighty name we thank you I just even see a vision right now of just new skin the old being scraped off the old in the epidermis layer just old skin beginning to flake and scrape off right now in jesus mighty name and i believe there's somebody watching online who's suffering from shingles and we've seen this healed and we just declare a, a word of prophecy over you that the same spirit that rose christ from the dead that it lives inside of you and gives life to your mortal body. And I just feel even now that the, the literal manifestation of Romans 8 is gonna begin to happen even right now, where the law of the spirit of Christ Jesus is greater than the law of sin and death. When we begin to lift up the glory, when we begin to lift up King Jesus, who is the King of glory, there's a new law that begins to shift in the atmosphere. And it is as it is in heaven down on earth. 
So God, I thank you right now that you are manifesting a new law and it is of life. It is of life right now in Jesus' name. And I also felt cancer. Anybody that has cancer or any type of incurable or terminal disease, I just, uh, we're gonna pray for everybody here, but we are calling out words of knowledge. And so we are believing, and the Lord is highlighting that because God is going to redeem this and he is going to heal people from this disease that is trying to plague the people of God. And barrenness right now, anyone watching or here in the room, some of you may need to share this broadcast with someone that you know is needing a miracle. But if you have a desire to be fruitful and multiply with children, I just declare right now that the Spirit of God would begin to open up wombs in this place and online. And we just declare life, life in the womb, womb be open in Jesus' name. And we just say be fruitful and multiply in the name of Jesus. And I just see God beginning to remove a spirit of fear, that there's actually a fear around trying again. And I see that God is giving you permission to try that again. And I don't know, but I feel like tied to that word of knowledge, someone needs to know that God is giving you permission to try again in Jesus' mighty name. Someone's endocrine system is being healed tonight. In Jesus' name, there's also someone, I, I feel like you have digestion uh, issues. I don't know if it's like inflammation of the bowels or di diverticulitis. I think I said that right. God's healing uh, someone's bowels, intestines tonight. Um, also, I saw, just saw it just now. I see uh, there might be someone either watching online or here in the building. You need a new liver. God's healing someone's liver tonight. There's a liver condition that needs, is that you? Is that you? Okay. Is it you too? Well, come on, take it in Jesus' name. Um, there's also uh, someone here, I believe that you've got something going on in your cervical spine. We call it lumbar spine, but there's like a cervical spine, like it caught, maybe it was in an accident of some kind and God is healing uh, your cervical spine as well. Um, also too, there's tumors tonight uh, that God wants to dissolve. If you've got tumors, We've seen tumors. I mean, sometimes we see it instantly. There was one girl in our service. We prayed for tumors. She said, that's mine. I'm taking it by faith. Absolutely nothing happened. Literally the next two days, it was completely gone. So we just released that prophetic decree over you. In Jesus' mighty name, tumors are dissipating right now in the mighty name of Jesus. God is also healing blood uh, issues, blood disorders, blood issues. Um, sickle cell disease. God's dealing with that tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Um, there's also someone's hypothalamus. There's something going on with the hypothalamus. God is healing that. Um, there's also a thyroid condition. Uh, I believe there's someone here. We've literally seen God recreate uh, and restructure a thyroid that was destroyed by surgery. And so God, we declare in the name of Jesus, if that's you, just take it in Jesus' mighty name. And we're going to continue to call out words of knowledge. But if we called out any word of knowledge uh, that might be yours. Now, if we called out right rotator cuff and your left hurts, come on. Just, you, you get the idea. All right. Oh, he called out the right. I've got the left. Just take it. Come on. 
<laughs> but if you, we've called out a word of knowledge tonight that pertains to you. Just wave at me. We're going to pray for everybody. Even we didn't, just keep your hand lifted, 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 way up high, way up high, way up high. Several in the building. Raise it up. Keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. Okay, before we go any further, we're going to do it all. Come on, keep your hand lifted. I want those that are around people with their hands raised, I want you to get around them and lay hands on them. Come on, let's get around them. Come on, we're going to get around them. And this is what we want you to do. Listen, and we're going to continue to call out words of knowledge. We're going to pray for everybody that needs a miracle. So we didn't call your word of knowledge out. Don't worry, we're going to get to you. But what I want you to do is I want you to find out if they're comfortable to tell you what it is. I want you to find out what it is that they need healing for. Find out what it is. Listen, it's not about the length of your prayer. Come on. It's the finished work of the cross. So we're going to pray for people. I want you to command whatever it is that needs to go. If it's diabetes, you command it to go. If it's blindness, you command it to go. If it's pain, you command it to go. If it's infirmity, you command it to go. You just command it to leave in Jesus' name. And then you command healing. You command it to come back into order. You command the bones to be replaced. You command the miracle to take place. If it's a new liver, we command the liver to be completely restored. We're not asking God to do something that He commanded us to do in His name. So let's just do that right now in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we just command every bit of trauma to go due to accidents. We command infirmity to leave in Jesus' name. We command affliction to go in Jesus' name. Listen, if you're praying for that person and all of a sudden the pain gets worse, that's a spirit of affliction that needs to be dealt with. Cast it out. Right now, we command every bit of affliction to leave. Infirmity, go. We bind your activity. We cast you out of the body in Jesus' name. We shut every door to trauma right now in Jesus' name. Maybe you're here and you need to forgive someone. Just quickly release them. If somebody comes to mind, I forgive so-and-so for this and that. Just release it right now in Jesus' name. And Father, we command right now pain to leave, blindness to go, deafness to leave, diabetes go. In Jesus' mighty name, we command diverticulitis to go, inflammation of the bowel, cirrhosis of the liver. We command you out in Jesus' name. We command all pain to go, neuropathy, leave in Jesus' name. Paralysis, leave in Jesus' name. We command you healed. We speak to your body and we say, come into order. We speak to your bones and we say, be aligned. We speak to your ears and we say, ears open, eyes see, kidneys be healed in Jesus' mighty name. We command tumors to dissipate cell by cell. We command your skin to be healed in Jesus' name. So right now, what we're doing is giving an opportunity for the body of Christ to be activated. And so what we're going to do is whether we did or did not call out a word of knowledge that pertains to you, we're going to begin to pray. We're going to pray for every person who is believing for a miracle tonight. And I just want to say this over the house right now and then we're going to start testing bodies out before we call the rest of you up all of you up but i just want to declare over you right now psalm 103 
Blessed is the Lord, all my soul, and forget not his benefits, who forgives all of your sins, all of your iniquities, and heals all of your diseases. And I declare that over your bodies, and right now, I believe that not only are bodies gonna be restored, but souls are gonna be restored. Anyone watching online, anyone in the room, as we begin to open up for ministry, as we transition into ministry and the laying on of hands for the rest of the night, if anybody here needs to make Jesus their Lord and Savior, if you're needing to return, if you're needing to come back home, this is your night. We're going to pray for you tonight, but those of you watching online, if you believe that Jesus has risen from the dead and you believe in your heart that he is the son of the living God, I just want you right now where you're at and say, Jesus, I'm coming home. I want you to be my Savior. Listen, we can't do anything without the cross. And so as we transition into this, this is the demonstration of the gospel going forth today. And so, Lord, we begin it tonight in the mighty name of Jesus, that the miracles that come forth will give glory to the name of Jesus. And so just as the word has gone forth, I want some of you to begin to test your body out right now, right now. Do something that you couldn't do before, and I want you to begin to wave your hands over your head and let us know. Some of you may need to move an arm. Are you feeling better? Come on, come on, we have someone, who else? Just begin it, you may need to bend, you may need to move, do something, we've got hands going up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's give God praise. There's hands going up everywhere. Thank you, Jesus. We're seeing a demonstration and the fulfillment of the word of the Lord in this house. We're gonna have time for testimonies tonight. But I just wanna give a moment, as you can see right now, that there are one of the ways that God heals, and one of them is through the body, the corporate body of Christ being activated to lay hands on the sick and see them recovered. Yeah, so let's do this again. If, you, if you're getting breakthrough, just wave on, at us. Come on. come on, wave at us. If you're getting a level of breakthrough, just wave, 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 Thank wave. You, come on, just start to give him praise. Give him praise. Somebody's being touched right here, right yeah. now. Somebody's being touched right Spirit over here. God, we say more. Come on, let's pray one more time corporately. We I want you to lay more. hands on those next to you that had their hands raised. We're going to pray one more time. Yeah. Come on. Sometimes, you know, if Jesus played for a blind man twice, maybe we need to. Come on, let's pray. We're working the miracle. You're being activated. So, Father, right now in Jesus' name, we thank you for the 10, the 20, the 30%. God, we just declare whatever needs to leave, we command it to go. And we say, body, come into order. Come into order. We command you to respond. We speak to your shoulder and we say, be healed. We speak to your eyes and we say, see. We speak to your back and we say, be healed in Jesus' name. We command all pain, leave. All disease, leave. Asthma, leave. COPD, leave in Jesus' mighty name. We cast you out and we cast you off. And we say, be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed, be restored right now. Quickly, do something that you could not do. Try to do something. Quickly, quickly. I feel like somebody needs to run. I feel that. There's somebody in this building, God's waiting for you to run. Somebody needs to start going up and down these stairs and checking your body out right now. If you'll just do it, you're going to see a difference. Some of you, as you come to share the testimony, God's going to heal you 100%. Come on. Come on, let's work the miracle. Let's step into the frame of God. Let's step into what He's doing tonight. He's healing people. 
Come on, somebody's over here checking it out. Come on, somebody. Come on. Just give him praise for what he's doing. Just give him praise for what he's doing. Give him praise for what he's doing. And if you're getting breakthrough, we want to share a few testimonies before we go any further. If you're getting any level of breakthrough, just come down here to the front. We need maybe three or four people. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Don't hesitate. We want to share the testimony. Come on, don't be ashamed. When you don't share your testimony, you're touching the Lord's glory. Come on, come on. If you're getting breakthrough, man, come on, come on. Tie-dyed shirt right here. Come on, come on. Come on, somebody else. Come on. Can the cameras get, let's just catch this. So tell us what happened. Well, it's been 13 years that I've been on oxygen. Six years ago, they only gave, they said the next step was a ventilator. God has been healing me. I said, I'm like a butter, a, a caterpillar in a cocoon. I'm emerging the as a butterfly. But yesterday, during my, oh, my worship, the Lord spoke to me and said, I am the great physician, and you're coming to my office tomorrow. And today, during worship, I, I get up every morning between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. to worship my king. And today, I listen, I listen to Dutch all the time. And he's talking about how he's got his book about talking to Holy Spirit. So I said, good morning, Holy Spirit. After I said, oh, good morning, Father, because he comes first. But yeah, oh, I almost collapsed at the Drury Hotel tonight. I didn't even think I could get here. I couldn't breathe. This temperature, just my oxygen machine was coming up with a, with a wrench on it like it was broken. The oxygen went down. I wasn't drawing any. I went to get a cup of ice. My husband can testify. By the time I walked into the room, I was collapsing. I'm like, I can't breathe, baby. Wow. I've been on oxygen since 2010. Really? I'm stage four COPD with only 30%. No, I'm not. Okay. I am healed. Now, I noticed when I called out lungs, you started receiving breakthrough. What are you feeling right now? That's why I'm like, ah, because I can scream. I have not been able to. Wow. I sing every morning for hours, and he sings to me. And I just have, like, no COPD when I'm worshiping my king. Oh, but oh, I'm not on my oxygen, and I'm not collapsing on the floor. So life is good. Come on, come on. So God, we just, let's stretch our hands out. Yeah, 100%. It's all right, honey. Thank you, Lord. There's someone else's lungs opening up right now. I can feel it as we're praying for her. Okay, neighbors, yes, thank you. Okay, they're here, they're here. All right, well, let's just lay, someone lay hands on Ray. Right yes. now, in Jesus' mighty name. Me yeah, yeah, yeah. In Jesus' mighty name. We command the lungs to open up in the mighty name of Jesus. Breath of God. Breath of God blow. Breath of God begin to blow in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We just declare brand new, brand new lungs over Ray, I just see that there's a creative miracle actually that you need, like something brand new that needs to be created in, in your body. 
the lungs. And I just release that right now. May the testimony of Jesus go forth in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. And any difference that you feel, just let us know. Okay, we're going to take, yes, what happened here? We'll just pull you up here. So come on, if there's a see. few more, just come share quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come on up here. I know there's some others. You're just waiting for us to call your name. I yes, so, so what happened? What condition did you come in with and what uh, increase or healing are you, are you feeling right now? We'll have you turn around so everybody can see you. I have multiple uh, situations, but my lungs um, have a lot of scar tissue in them. And um, so they're starting to open up uh, tonight. And also, I had bronchial something or other. I don't know if it's a virus or whatever in here that I just always, it'll catch in there and I just start coughing. But I don't have a cold. There's no reason to cough. I just start coughing. And uh, that seems, it feels like it's gone in there. So you can tell a difference with the way that you're breathing. Is that what you're saying? I think I've got more capacity. I don't believe that it's 100%, but I think I've got more. Okay, that's what we want to hear. We want to know what God is doing. So we're going to pray for the 100% capacity. Okay, so God, we just thank you, Lord. bronchioles right now in the mighty name of Jesus to open up. Thank you for the weighty glory honor God right now in Jesus name. Lungs be open 100%. We say more, more. The breath of God, the breath of God, the breath of God in Jesus mighty name. And we give him praise. We give you praise for what you are doing Lord. And we just thank you 100%. And we want you to keep us posted, updated. Let us know throughout the remainder of the night because we're going to pray for everybody again. So what's happening here? One of you did. Um, I had an accident at work several years ago. And um, the deterioration, arthritis, lots of different names. They said in the knees was getting worse. So it's just been very painful. Uh, I'm an intercessor, so I used to spend a lot of time on my knees. I can't quite do that anymore. So I found a new prayer posture. It hasn't stopped me, but um, I couldn't do this. I could not do this or because it was just, it, it just hurt, and it doesn't hurt. I couldn't do this. Come on, Lord. So, God, we thank you, Lord, that she'll be able to take any posture that you call her to, God. Fire on her, Lord. Fire on her, God. Fire on the knees. I just command a regeneration in the mighty name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What's happening? Anybody, do you have a line? No, you guys are just ready to help, aren't you? Come on. Okay, come on. Okay. Did you have something? You have something? Okay, okay, okay. A lady behind me praying for me and um, degeneration of the the, uh, disc in my neck. And... um, it's like 60, 70% gone, so it's like. <laughs> Come on. She's testifying at 60 to 70%. Come on. If God starts something, He's going to finish it. Amen. Let me talk to those of you that are online. While we can't reach and pray, for, lay hands on you wherever you are.
whatever state you are, county or country. You say, I need God to touch me. I want you to, I want you to use your computer screen or phone, whatever you're watching, to just focus, laser focus like you're in this sanctuary. And that my hand is somehow reaching to you. I know that's symbolic, but I know God is where you're at. And all of you that are in the room that are not being ministered to right now, would you activate your faith? No matter what it is, if it's cancer, what, whatever it is. King Jesus, you are with them right now. You're standing there. Holy Spirit, you came. Sent from Jesus. To fill them, to be with them. And to release power from on high. And I pray in living rooms right now. Those that are looking, looking through that screen into this auditorium right now. Power come. Power to heal you. Power to heal your mind. So many of you are just despondent. You need the joy that Tommy talked about. Let joy come. I rebuke the spirit of fear off of you. I command that despondent spirit to go. It has no right to you. Be free. Receive the presence of, of the Holy Ghost that, that can fill you and the oil of joy to begin to fill you right where you're at in your car listening right now I pray for those of you that are in pain all over the world Jesus is there his covenant is his covenant to heal you is just as real where you're at as it is in this room and in the name of King Jesus I send the word of God to you by his stripes you are healed by the stripes he took that covenant activates right where you're at be healed pain leave cancer leave no doubt I'm talking to some of you that are in a terminal condition hear the word of the Lord nothing is impossible with our God. And we send the power of the living God to you. Receive it into your soul, into your spirit, in every fiber of your being. Set yourself to say, yes, God, your covenant is for me. I command cancer to go. I command spirits of infirmities to leave bodies by the hundreds. Command that spirit of infirmity to go. The power of Jesus Christ is against you. Greater authority is against you. You must let them be. I command, Lord, in Jesus' name, tumors to shrink 
all over the all over the world, wherever you may be. See, I have a tumor in my body. I I couldn't get there. Jesus is right there. Let me send the word of the Lord to you. The power of the kingdom of God is everywhere. It's with you. The power of the king is with you. The anointing and covenant of God is just as real there. And we command tumors dissolve in the name of Jesus. Leave their body. You have no right to stay. You have no right. We command miracles to activate. You may be, you may be in an, a far off country. You may be in another state and a limb is crippled. Activate your faith. God, wherever they may be, heal them, straighten limbs, pop joints back into position. Heal backs. We declare in the name of Jesus, those that are watching, may an overwhelming sense of the Holy Spirit, like happened on Pentecost, then came, that power didn't come into a church building like this. It came into the upper room of a house. Fill the house where they're sitting. Fill the houses where they're sitting all over the United States, all over the world. And heal them. Heal them. Heal them. Heal them. I'm hearing in the spirit, some of you are really feeling that pull and draw of the Holy Spirit in your home. And there's that thought in you, who am I to be healed? I've drifted away from the Lord. I'm not where I need to be. He loves you anyway. He loves you and he's right there. Give yourself to him again. Say, Lord, cleanse my spirit. Forgive me. And receive this activation of healing power. In the name of Jesus, we activate it. We activate the covenant in homes, in offices. In trucks, cars, you be healed. You be healed. Hallelujah. I believe people are being healed all over this world testify we heard about testimonies email us and say here's what God did here's what God did for me I believe we're going to get hundreds of, of emails God healed me God set me free I was bound up I feel like there are, there are many. I, f I feel the check of the Holy Spirit not to stop yet. There are many of you that are watching. You are addicted. Drugs, alcohol. I break that addiction off of you in Jesus' name. I break it. I sever it from you. 
whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Freedom is coming to your house. Freedom's coming to your, your house. You can be free now. Walk in freedom. Accept, accept your freedom. Accept your liberty. Accept the anointing and presence of the Holy Spirit to break that addiction and walk from it. Walk away from it and walk towards King Jesus. Walk into his presence. Begin to thank him for your freedom. I can feel in the spirit I'm hearing like chains break. Some of you are having addiction break. God loves you. Receive your freedom in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Uh, let's just seal all this. Let's, let's worship the song. Let's all just worship for a moment just as a way of saying thank you, Lord, for all the ministry and what you have been doing. Wow, I just felt that. He deserves to be praised. He deserves to be thanked. Thank Him. From your heart, just let it go. We thank you for your... The awesome way you honor your word. Thank you. Thank you for Tommy and Miriam. Bless them, Lord. Thank you for their heart. Bless them wherever they go. Be with us, Lord, as we go and help us to activate, continue to activate what has been activated in us tonight. Hallelujah. And we give you praise. Be with those traveling distances. We just speak safety over them in Jesus' name. And be blessed wherever you go. Amen. Amen. Amen.